and rules under the scrutiny of bosses and management one show breaks all the rules to deliver entertaining compelling and educated radio and stand above all the rest and this show isn't it are you ready for this it's the jojo and scotty's show after the show Enjoy! Hey man, what's happening? What's going on with you? I pulled in the Wawa today. I was going to get gas. Yeah. I have like a little less than half a tank. I like to play. Listen, if I'm, if I'm going by, I'll go get gas. Doesn't matter how much I have. I'll, uh, you know, I'll fill it up and I'll go get my, fl- my sunflower seeds and get out of there. I went to pull in today. I'm like, 325 for gas. I'm not going to do it. I'm gonna hold off and see if that see. price comes down lower. Three twenty. I know. I listen. I know. It Is was, today the day they change prices? I don't know. know. It was. Is it there was a certain day a week. It was three twenty, and then it jumped up to three twenty-five. And I know Which it was supposed to get cheaper because a gas tax went down. Right. That but was I supposed to happen October first. The, the same day the gas tax where the gas tax went down. I guess they upped the price of gas, so it didn't help. Oh, so they offset like when there's a penalty on the <laughs> offense and the defense. <laughs> it was just a stalemate. And in my mind, I'm like, well, a half a tank, I probably need about probably 10 or 12 gallons. It's only five cents more per gallon, but still, I'm going to wait to see if that price comes down. Now, now, do you shop gas stations? Dude, let me tell you. Because there are. There are Cape May County, especially along the parkway, there are gas stations that are a good 20 to 25 cents a gallon more than if I go a couple miles off the parkway. Yeah, I think we have like a BP by us. It's like one of these one-offs. I think it was like around three forty, almost three fifty for gas. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, how are you guys making any money? I'm still about three miles from a Wawa. Like, because they, they, they're, they're, they're probably close to something, a highway where people need to get gas, and they don't even look at the price. Yeah, my boy. wife will do that. My wife stops at the rest stop gas station to get gas on the way home. That's I the go, worst one. Everybody I go, knows what that. What are you doing? Yeah. You're paying 30 cents more a gallon easy. Yeah. Stop doing that. Just for convenience, I guess. You know, you yeah, just pull off well, whatever. She, you know, like every, wo- like every woman. Oh, boy. Here we go. Uh, she drives until literally there's just fumes coming out of the car. Yeah. And so she, she coasts into the uh, parkway rest stop to pay extra in gas. And I'm like, just... In the morning, you go by nine different gas stations. Stop by one. Yeah, my wife will do that. Like, and she her her job is like to drive around from doctor's office. I was like, you pass by millions of gas stations every day. Yeah. Just pull in one. Eventually, you got to do. It. I've got ah, it in the car. Ah, I can't. Been, I don't have time. It's been below E. I, yes. I, I've got yeah. it with the yellow, the yellow lights on. It's like, oh, you got 17 miles to go. I'm like, I don't believe that thing. There has been times where she'll say to me, "Oh, t- can you take my car to work in the morning to get me gas?" Okay, fine. I've gotten in. Now it's 4.40, 4.45 in the morning. I've gotten into the car. It's so low, I've turned the air conditioner off yeah. and rolled down the windows. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Because I'm afraid that I am going to run out of gas on the 2.1-mile trip to the gas station. Yep, in the middle of the night on the dark Black Horse Pike. Yes. You're going to die there. Yes. 
Everybody, it is Friday. We'll wrap up the work week. We're going to find a ZXL Workforce Employee of the Day right around 7.15 today, so hang on for that. I got uh, tickets for 38 Special. That's going to be tonight over at Ocean. I believe we got another pair of tickets for that we got to give you. And uh, James Bond opened up last night. The good people from Harbor Square Theaters are hooking us up, so we'll give you tickets to the new James Bond film. Everybody hang tight. Uh, We'll take a short break and come back, and we've got headlines coming up in just a few minutes. Do it live! I'll write it, and we'll do it live! F***ing thing sucks! I'm Scotty. Good morning. Here's some news for you. New Jersey yesterday reported another 1,730 confirmed COVID-19 cases. 15 more confirmed deaths is the number of people hospitalized across the state. Dropped below 1,000 for the first time since August 23rd. COVID-19 booster shots are available to certain people who received their full course of the Pfizer vaccine at least six months ago. According to the CDC, the following groups of people are eligible now to get their third shot. People who are 65 and older, people between 50 and 64 with underlying medical condition, people 18 and older who live in long-term care settings, people 18 to 49 with medical conditions may get the booster if their individual situation allows it, people who are 18 to 64 who work or live in certain settings with a higher transmission risk, this includes frontline workers, first responders, education staff, food and agricultural workers, manufacturing workers, corrections workers, U.S. Postal Service workers, public transit workers, and grocery store workers. So the first vaccine probably didn't work. So now we got booster after booster after booster. Number number three, huh? Now, this is only if you had Pfizer. Uh, America's 400 richest people, despite the pandemic, saw their wealth soar 40% over the last year to $4.5 trillion, according to Forbes' 400 annual list. The top spots were taken by Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, and Bill Gates. And for the first time in 25 years, former President Donald Trump did not make the list. Why? He didn't get paid for the last five years. Yeah, he lost money being president. Now, I like him, don't like him. You got to say it feels kind of good to watch someone walk out of the presidency and not go from having no money to being a multi Almost billionaire. Yeah, because the salary's going in before you're president. What are you about? Maybe you max out of what? 180, two something? Uh, a, a year? I believe it's I believe that it's four hundred thousand now okay. is the is the salary annually for a president. But look at the Clintons. They had they were almost bankrupt when Bill was elected in ninety two. They walked out eight years later. Millionaires. Yeah, they're pretty good for themselves. Look at the Obamas. They spent every dime they had on Barack Obama getting elected in 2008. They walked out eight years later, multi-millionaires. Got a pretty nice place on the water out there in Cali. Uh, it's like, it's, uh, uh, I think he's a Napa Valley, isn't he? No, it's uh, here on the oh. East Coast. It's up uh, in Massa- Massachusetts. The, the the vineyard? Yeah, Martha's Vineyard. vineyard. Martha vineyard? He's got his own island. Yeah, the nice. Obamas can't afford their own island. That's after we... We paid. Now I'm gonna four hundred thousand dollars a year for eight years. Doesn't sound to me like you can afford a fifty million dollar home. Yeah, like somebody else is chipping in. I think there's some other money coming in from somewhere. <laughs> uh, that's news. What about sports? Rams beat the Seahawks twenty six seventeen in Thursday night football. Eagles Panthers. That's gonna be one o'clock on Sunday. Flyers Caps. That's gonna be tonight in exhibition play. Uh, Paul Holmgren and Rick Tockett are headed to the organization's. 
Hall of Fame. The Flyers announced that yesterday. Sixers beat the Raptors 125-113 in preseason play. Sixers-Nets, that's going to be on Monday. And former Philadelphia 76er, who is among the 18 former NBA players, charged with defrauding the league's health and welfare benefit plan out of $4 million, could be heading to jail. Uh, Oh, crap. I didn't put his name down. He spent three seasons with the Sixers during the process era from 2013 to 2016. Uh, He's some dude. His name is uh, Moses Malone. Joe Smith. Okay. And he played from 2013 to 2016. (laughs) Yeah, I must have deleted his name by accident. Uh, Bad sports department. Uh, There you go. That's news. That's sports. Uh, Sun and clouds today. High up to 75 clouds tonight. Overnight low of 62. Tomorrow. For your Saturday cloudy, chance of showers and a high up of 71, 59 outside right now, 100.7. ZXL, South Jersey's rock station, ZXL. We were talking the other day, and my wife had dropped something on me last night that she wanted to go to a place. Now, I I have no problem problem going to this place. It's probably going to be fun. I've never gone. I just know the people that go there are a little bit off. I think so. But, I mean, is that Uh, just me, me just judging? Rickles. But you pretty much ripped this place apart where if I go, I'm not even going to tell you that I'm going to go. I'm uh, just church. I'm just going to go. <laughs> I'm just going to go and not tell I don't you. Know what, I don't know. What could it be? <laughs> My wife yesterday is looking for something to do, right? She's like, hey, how about we go to the Renaissance Festival? I didn't. You ripped this apart. I didn't rip the Renaissance I, Festival I apart. I told you that I had to go next Sunday. To a renaissance festival, and you proceeded to then rip it apart and told me to take pictures while I was uh, eating a turkey leg well, I know th- you with were a go- sword. I know your wife has suggested it. Now, I, I know yes. it's a place you and I would probably never just go. Yes. I told fa- you that if, if the- I would do it, I would dress up uh, like the guys did in the in the great movie Role Models. Yes, I know. And they that's... dressed up as Kiss, and they, uh, and, then, <laughs> and they fought all the people at the renaissance festival. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, I'm out of my element. Yes. But I don't, look, hey man, to each his own. You want to go out there and you want to dance around with fake swords Again, and see, turkey see, yeah, see what you're doing. And that's what I think, that's what I think it's going to but be. But you're the one who, don't put this on me. You ripped it apart last week, we not me. We both ripped this entire thing apart about how we would go and just make a total mockery of the entire thing and just make fun of it. If yeah, but we then had you to see, actually see, go, that we wouldn't actually he, just go. And I know what happened yesterday. You probably went to your wife after she brought it up, and you're like, "Oh, I talked to Scotty," and and this is and this is why your wife doesn't like me because you no. take out all the hate you have in your heart, and you, when you tell her about your hate, you then somehow make it on me that I've told you this hate is happening. No, I just put my tail between my legs and I said, oh, "Okay, Scott, Scotty hates it." I said, "That sounds like fun. Let's 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 go give it, it a shot." I think it sound like fun. Is it something I think the that I want to do? Probably not. Now, my wife has a Hershey weekend planned next weekend where it's going to be like the Halloween spectacular. And then she dropped on me, oh, the next day there's a Renaissance fair. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not a big fan of the Renaissance era, uh, nor do I want to dress up in anything Renaissance, uh, nor do I want any uh, souvenirs from the Renaissance era, nor do I want to eat food with my hands. So there's not a lot for me. At the Renaissance Fair. Which is kind of what I was getting at, is that, yes, it would be fun. Like, my kids would enjoy yes, it. I don't like small ukuleles. I don't need all this. Now, I don't like wine out of bags. I, I don't need any of that. Now, if there was a joust that actually took place, then maybe I could be into all that. I, I think I don't know there it, is. Does it get a bad rap? Because anyone that I've ever known known that's gone there has bought way into it. 
and are kind of person. That, like, I, we, I we have know guys that have that gone there. I've, like, I, I, I've worked with people, coworkers. I won't call them friends. Uh, who did would get dressed up and do Renaissance fairs right. on the weekends, yeah. and that's a little, you know, I think it's a little, a little juvenile. But I mean, that's just, you know, that's just me. Okay, so it's like, all it, right, now here's where I got to defend Renaissance people. You play video games with a headset on. You put on football gear to watch football games. How is I that do not different? Put on football gear. You don't to wear watch. a football jersey to yes, watch but football games. I don't games? wear the helmet all the time. I only put it on when I think my team <laughs> needs some good luck. I mean, as goofy as I think Renaissance fairs can be. I'm so not you, think, bash you think people. it's cooler? No, to, no, no, to no, 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 no. I don't a, think any of it's cool. No, no, no. 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 Are you put words in my to mouth? To put a sword never, on and go out there and participate in a Renaissance say. festival, and you think that's cooler than me sitting home playing Madden online? I think both are losery. Okay, which one is I less losery? I don't think losery? anything. <laughs> uh, okay. The, I think Wait, less don't losery. you play Grand Theft Auto? Don't you play video games? I haven't played Grand Theft Auto in... Seven years. What you talking about getting in Grand Theft Auto and I playing was t- it? I was saying how, oh, maybe, you know, how fun would it be to get back into it? Do I do it? It is fun to get no. back into it. Have I ever worn a headset and talked to little kids <laughs> while I'm playing video games? All right. I no. wear the headset when I talk to other guys that I know that I'm playing so I can talk trash into video games. what I do. Uh, so I, I, at least with the Renaissance Fair, you're, you know, you're, you're socializing with other people. Okay. So you're on Team Renaissance Fair then. Okay. Other I than would online say gaming. if you're gonna say what's cooler, yeah. If I'm if I online have to pick. gaming or Renaissance Fair, well, there, that's okay. I mean that's a, that's love, a Sophie's choice right there. You love the Renaissance Fair then? I would say, hear ye, hear ye. Okay, there's a chance to get laid. Okay, cooler. Renaissance Fair is cooler because there's a chance to get laid at a Renaissance Fair. You with a headset in your basement talking to little kids while shooting them. Definitely not getting laid. Yeah, but who you get laid by? Some girl I, thinks she's really churning butter? A girl with a vagina? Where you're talking to seven-year-olds that are shooting you in Grand Theft Auto. Have you seen the girls that go to Renaissance? Now, now I want to go and take pictures. Now. Uh, yeah, but then, yeah. You, but then it's comparable. I hope I, I, hope I see you there. God. It's comparable. Yeah. If you're going to bash the girls that go, you think the guys are nines? No, they're, 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 they're fours banging fours. Aren't you like a YouTube horror guy? How is that? Now, how do you put you, you rank that cooler than what? No, but see, here's the deal. See, you're put, you, you're putting hate on me. No, I you never are hating, said YouTube. You are hating me because I played I'm not video hating games. You. you. You said it. I'm not cool. You came out and said you're gonna make so much fun of this, and I'm saying to each his own. You want to go swing a fake sword at a Renaissance fair? If that gets see, your juices what, flowing, see, you're jabbing me. I if that it. gets your yeah. juices, no, you're going to be jabbed yeah. by a fake sword yeah. next weekend go. at there the Renaissance. Go. So fair. I put gaming cooler. Well, I, no, I don't think you can put. If see, it's a, no, I don't think you can put gaming with a oh, headset I think on. You can. How? I think you can. tell me how. How is gaming? With cooler than a Renaissance fair? How is that? I mean, once again, because I'm not pretending to be a character. I'm playing online video games. You are absolutely. You're pretending to be a player in Madden. You're pretending to be a guy running around a city shooting people. You're pretending to be a a Luke Skywalker. I'm playing a buddy for money online. You're not playing a buddy for money. You're playing a 12 year old kid who's yelling racial slurs at you. You don't play. His mom tells him there's that dinner's ready. I don't play people I don't know (laughs) because I'm starving for friendship. I play guys that I know online on Madden. Now, I'm, I, here's how we can make it all work. Yeah. Go to the Renaissance Fair, yeah. make friends with them, and then yes. play <laughs> online video games with the friends you made at the Renaissance Fair. We get back, we'll knock out some rock news.
Mojo and Scotty Rock News. Hey, I got some rock news right here in front of me. Red Hot Chili Peppers announced their long-awaited reunion tour with guitarist John Frusciante. Uh, it's going to include a North American leg, the summer of 2022. The 32-date world tour opens with a European leg running through June 4th through July 12th. The band's U.S. and Canada tour launches July 23rd in Denver, wraps up in September in Arlington, Texas. Uh, the closest show we're going to get is... And who is this again? I'm sorry. This is the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, oh. They're back with John Frusciante. Uh, we're going to get a show at Citizens Bank Park. With the Strokes. That's going to be September 3rd of 2022. That's the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh, tickets go on sale October 9th at 10 a.m. So that is a, oh, that's a pre-sale uh, for the, on their fan website. That's the pre-sale October 9th at 10 a.m. And uh, American Express starts today. That's a pre-sale for American Express members. Oh, well, that's me. And public tickets, if you're not on the fan site or American Express holder, you can get tickets October 15th at 10 a.m. That's for the Chili Peppers in Philly, September 3rd, Citizens Bank Park. Opening up for them are the Strokes and... Uh, That'd be a good, comfortable show. Should be pretty cool. September actually, 3rd, outside. Be a good and show. And the Strokes are a very good band. Uh, they also have Beck opening up for them on a couple dates, too, oh. so... Yeah, yeah. ASAP Rocky will also be opening up for the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Not in Philly, though. In Philly, we're getting the Strokes and the Thundercat. They're opening up for the Chili Peppers September 3rd up at Citizens Bank Park. ASAP Rocky. ASAP Rocky. Yeah. Uh, Pink Floyd drummer Nick Mason said he's flabbergasted by Roger Waters claiming that he was bullied while he was in Pink Floyd. Uh, Nick Mason was on, uh, I guess, being interviewed. Uh, and said that, yeah, it's a little weird. I guess Roger Waters was on with Mark Marin, the WTF podcast, and said, David Gilmore and Richard Wright dragged me down. They always tried to knock me off. They bullied me. And Nick Mason said he's slightly flabbergasted by that. I think it's a slightly over-emotional way of putting that there was some sort of division within the band because Roger was always looking beyond the music. I think it was artificial, but I think possibly... There was a side that wanted to do inflatables and films as well as music. And those guys just wanted to do music. But I think they were, I don't think they were mean to him. It's hard to imagine being mean to Roger Waters, said Nick Mason. Is it bullying or is it ball breaking? Uh, You can't bully Stalin, said Nick Mason, (laughs) which was a definite dig at Roger Waters. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, Roger Waters claiming he was bullied by the guys in Pink Floyd. And Nick Mason, the drummer, saying, yeah, that never happened. But wouldn't a bully say that he doesn't bully? Sure, yeah, he's bullying him. Right, so maybe saying, Nick, don't don't maybe, say I'm a bully. So maybe Nick Mason is covering up his bulliness. Yeah. Uh, Judas Priest, this is a crazy story. This happened last week. Uh, their guitarist, Richie Faulkner, he had a, a, a huge heart episode uh, on stage at a festival. Had to be rushed to the hospital. His aorta valve had ripped in half. So now we're getting some details. He survived. Uh, he said, what I've been told from my surgeon, people don't usually make it to the hospital alive when this happens. He was on stage. There's footage of him. Has his heart ripped. Wow. And blood is pouring into his ca- his chest cavity. Oh, my God. He's playing guitar. Luckily, the hospital was only four minutes away from the venue. Uh, so 
they had a, a great, uh, I guess, uh, heart division of the hospital, that uh, cardiac uh, surgery center at the hospital. Uh, it was called the Rudd Heart and Lung Center, and it was a 10-and-a-half-hour surgery. Uh, he said that his aorta valve almost ripped completely in half. He said his heart is mostly mechanical now. Uh, he's in recovery. He said that uh, he wants to thank all the fans that came out and said that he didn't think he was going to survive, and he said most people in his situation would not survive. He said the adrenaline from the show, I think, kept me alive to get me to the hospital wow. for that 10 and a half hour operation. So I guess he just goes down on a knee and that's it, right? They carry him away. He don't finish the show. They, I think they finished. Did he? They finished. He went back. He went to the side of the stage, collapsed. Wow. They rushed him to the hospital only four minutes away, has the surgery. Judas Priest, in the meantime, has canceled their tour. You know, their guitarist yeah. is, has no heart. Let's get that taken care of first. Uh, so they're pushing back their 50th anniversary tour because of his heart problems. But uh, yeah, it's a big one, man. My mom had the same thing. Uh, it, it, aorta valve uh, ripped and starts leaking blood into your body, and then eventually you end up just passing out. While she was on stage playing? My mom was not <laughs> in a heavy metal band. My mom was trying to go on a walk gotcha. at 5.30 in the morning and had a heart attack at the top of our block. Got you. Different. Yeah, Different scenario. This guy was playing in front of 100,000 people. Yeah. My mom <laughs> fell down at the corner of Hamilton and Madison Drive in Gloucester Township, New Jersey. There you go. Uh, some rock news for you. Oh, boy, it's like a soap opera episode on our bus stop. It's kind of fun, man, when your neighborhood's got a lot of stuff going on. Uh, See, well, growing up, man, we didn't have we didn't know too much about our neighbors, but now we know so much about our neighbors, there's always oh, something happening. I still know nothing personally about these neighbors, oh, okay. but I know that they're uh, they're in a beef with the bus driver. So I, uh, I stay very nice with the bus driver. Bus driver's a person that you don't want to piss off. One, because it'll make a kid's life miserable. And the other is, I get anxiety about the bus, bus drivers, when the bus is going to get there. Yeah. You know, I, it just, I have a lot of anxiety when it comes to anything bus and, and school. And if you're nice, they'll stop where you want them to stop. Yes, exactly. So I, I am, I'm overly nice to the bus driver. You know, holidays, you make sure you take care of them with that gift card. Well, uh, we have one, uh, one mom in the neighborhood, very nice lady. And this is, the, this is the thing, too. Like, these are, like, nice people. Like, these aren't mean people. Uh, she, I guess, has decided it's easier if she moves bus stops, right? Like, it's easier for her to get to our bus stop than it is the bus stop that's designated for her. Yeah. So she just did what any mom, I think, should be able to do. She decided to take her kids to our bus stop to get picked up. Apparently, that's a big no-no. In the bus world, right? In the, in the, in the, in the book of bus rules, that's a big no-no. Isn't that shocking? And the bus driver was, I guess, called her out and said, no, you got to go to the bus stop that's designated because, uh, you know, now I don't know what kids are what and who's supposed to get on where. And it throws me off. And I have a and I get it. She's like, I have a, you know, a list of kids that right, should be yeah, on the bus right. stop. She's trying to play by the rules in case she forgets yeah. one. It's not on her. Yeah. She's trying to cover her own ass. In I case she runs now. over a child. Yeah. She's like, I don't know. You're <laughs> supposed to be on this corner here. So uh, so yesterday it was a it was a big melee of uh, would she drop the kids off at what bus stop? Oh. And now we're so now we're <laughs> now it becomes a betting game, and we're like, all right, is she going to allow? Like the mom is at our bus stop. Now will she release the children to the mom at the wrong stop? Right, right. Or will the bus driver hold tight and say, hey, I have to drive the kids to their normal bus stop? And drop them off without you there. We're in a world where 
everyone just wants to cover their own ass. So the yeah. bus driver, the right thing for a bus driver to do to keep her job and not have any issues at all is to drop them off where it goes. Now, as it's just a you know, just a good person, you know it's okay just to drop them off at the other stop and how it'd be better mom's for right the parents. There. It's not like she's dropping yeah, them off sure. to a stranger or no yeah. one. Mom's right there. Now, the other guy down the street, he's gotten into it with the bus driver because because um, he's always kind of rushing. Like he's got two kids with two different bus stops that yeah. he's, he's and I feel his pain. What it's like half a block away is one stop for his little guy, and then his daughter is a half a block away at another stop, and the buses come about the same time. So he's got to balance the mid. He's got to yeah, kind of stay. Guy. He's got to stay in the middle, and then whoever gets there first, he has to run to. He's just ripping the kids' arms off, <laughs> just pulling them down there. So, Bags are flying, papers are coming out. He's he's gotten to the to the bus a little, you know, a, a, a minute or two late. And has gotten into it with the bus driver. So there's a lot of drama. And I, I yesterday, as this is all going down, I'm just kind of like, oh, she likes me. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I'm staying out of it because I don't want to get on the bad side of the bus driver. Bus driver, you don't, you never want to get on their bad side. I pulled this move yesterday, and it actually worked. I wanted to see if it would work. I said, okay, let me see if I don't go get him at the bus stop like all the other parents. I, if he would be able to just get off the bus and just walk over to the house. And he did. And I'm, I'm like, maybe, I don't know, maybe 200 feet away. Now, again, you know, all the other parents are there to greet their kids and their kids, you know, big hug off the bus. Hey, how was yeah. your day, sport? Not me. I'm hiding in the garage. I'm like, I wonder if she doesn't see me. Your kid just looks me. down. He's shuffling yeah. his feet. Where's dad? My dad doesn't care about dad me. dad doesn't love me. But you know what dad did? Dad got work done in the garage. So it was nice. And I was like, you I know feel what? Just like drop the kid off. And I do what you do. is I make it look like I'm home. Oh. My truck is in the driveway. My garage door is wide open. Sometimes I, I open the, the front door. I'm like, I got an it's, open it's invitation. It's in, just take my get my kid off the bus and have him just walk into the wide open house. And he's going to be just fine. For a half hour every afternoon, Monday through Friday. Friday, my house is an open invitation for thieves. Yeah. I got my front door wide open. I got my two garage doors open. <laughs> Come steal whatever you want for a half hour because I'm trying to flag down the bus driver to let her know that I am here. Even though I might be inside or in the kitchen, I'm here yeah. and I, I'm running out to get him off the bus. That's it. Yeah, just let him go. I swear. Look, the house is wide open. Cars are in parked in the driveway. Do not drive away with him still on the well, bus. It's such a mix and match in my neighborhood because some neighbors step up for the other neighbors. The other neighbors are like, I'm running behind. At this point now, they just let all, I'm going to yeah. say, 15 kids off at the one stop. And there's trust there from the bus driver to the parents. That, See, our bus driver hey, They're going to be taken care of. Someone's going to take care of these kids when they get off the bus. Our bus driver still looks for, I think, all the parents. And I, I give her credit for that. Though there have been times where I, I know that the guy's just running late. And I've gotten his, you know, daughter out here. Yeah. I'm good. I know he's home. I just saw him. I'll walk her down to the house. Yeah. Uh, But so far, actually, we had a substitute who didn't even care. He just opened the door and just kicked the kids out. Yeah, you got go. Someone's got you. I'm pretty sure we were heavy two kids. Like, two kids were like, I don't even know where I am. Yeah. And I was like, well, good luck. Bye. Shutting the garage door on him. At least my bus driver puts a cigarette before she pulls up. She puts it out, so. Once again, I put bus drivers up there with, like, teachers. Like, I don't want your job. I feel for your job. I think you should get paid more for your job because it's a job I don't want. Yeah. I don't want to have to deal with – I got to deal with my kids. I don't imagine what it's like to have to deal with multiple people's kids. You know I mean, I'd, I'd pull up to the front of the development, just open the door, just let them go <laughs> like cockroaches. Go find your houses, kids. Just be the yeah. worst bus driver ever. <laughs> like, And then the one kid, he was telling me, he's like uh, – 
he's hanging out with my little guy, and he's like, yeah, my seatbelt's broke. I'm like, oh, That's no. Bad. I was like, don't tell me that. Just hold on tight, kid. We're going for a ride. <laughs> don't tell yeah. me that. Oh, now I got – do I have to say something now? Uh, look, we get back. We'll, uh, we'll knock out some headlines. I saw a guy the other day trying to pull off that gas can move. You almost got shisted with over at the Wawa, but it was uh, he did more, it a little bit. Yeah. He did it a little bit differently. I'm watching more and more people try and panhandle at Wawa's. Yeah, and I don't know if they've just realized that it's it's more affluent than uh, guys. I, it's weird in like suburban areas. It's the panhandling's tough. Is it a street corner? You know, there's not. It's it's. Where do you go to Panhandle? And I think they're now starting to hit Wawa's because they know people have some money. Yeah, uh, they're walking in a store where they're they're going to have some money in their pocket. Who's using cash anymore? It's got to be tough for that. I guess you're trying to hit you one know, or two that come out that are using cash. I use a card. See, that's my go-to when someone asks me for money. I have no cash on me, yeah. even when I do have cash on me. And then they but pull like, out an iPhone. <laughs> yeah. But I guess, uh, I mean, I would want to Panhandle in front of a Wawa more than like a Cumberland Farms or. Or Circle K. Much more foot traffic there, sure. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I think you're getting yeah. a better crowd at a Wawa. Uh, you're going to make more money at a Wawa than you would, uh, let's say, like, you know, at one of those, um, like, Johnny, Johnny, you know, corner marts. Sure. I always look at the shoes. I feel I can tell somebody by their shoes because if you're out there on your feet long enough, you're going to invest in a decent pair of shoes. But the rest of you, you're going to try and look like you're a little shabby. So you look like you come off as being a homeless guy. I saw a guy try, it looked like he was trying to hitchhike down the road but he's carrying a gas can so what he's doing there is he's trying to you can't just do a hitch i haven't seen a hitchhiker and i don't know man it's been a while it's it's odd when you see somebody hitchhiking yeah that's how i got to work today you just Um, put the thumb out well so the move i saw was uh there was two people because they work both sides of the wawas because wawas have two doors and then the middle part right and you can't really see either side either entrance from the other side so i it was a woman and a guy and this was the move, that they have money for gas, but they need money for the gas can. See, smart, because you've already done some You've done some of the work. It's like a meet me yeah. halfway. They've already done some of the work. They have money for the yeah. gas, so the, right off but the you're bat, not going to yeah, yeah. We're just short. We just can't get the gas can. So they disarm me right off the bat. Our car is about a mile down the road. We ran out of gas. We have plenty. We have money. Not, don't say plenty. We have money. To cover get, getting gas, yeah. we just don't have enough for the actual gas can. Can you give us ten bucks for the can, the, the gas can? Yeah, because I'm gonna assume the gas can is probably pretty expensive. It's, like, it's, a, it's seven at least or $8 ten dollars. Yeah, I would say it's a ten dollar charge, which is a great hit. Like a yeah. one hit for seven or eight dollars for a gas can is you know that's pretty yeah. good. But again, you're you're showing them some incentive. I saw a guy walking down the road where I guess they're onto it now. You have to look like you're doing something. Yes. Like this guy wanted me to feel sorry for him. Not he has he was the can. So, right. look, I put the effort in. Right. My car ran out of gas. It must happen a lot because I carry a gas can in my car. And without him telling me, he's showing everybody, hey, look, yeah. I'm a good person. I have a car. Now, once again, this Damn. is us being jaded. Yeah. It might be a guy who really ran out of gas. 100%. And I feel bad for that guy. <laughs> and that guy might be, I might. I, I could carry a gas can in my, in, my, uh, yeah. in my truck and run out of gas and really hope somebody says, hey, by the way, you need a lift. I know Wawa's about a mile down the road. Let me give you a lift there. You got money. You got a can. Hey, you look like you're dressed pretty good. Yeah, you're right. We're so jaded that we're not yeah. going to help anybody anymore. But now, it's got to give it a shot. I caught them because, like I said, they had a girl at one side, guy on the other. We have money for gas. We need money for the can to put it in. She okay. cute girl? Was she a cute, uh, cute girl? She was okay. okay she was, she was uh, Wawa, Route 40, 
Maze Landing. Panhandling, gas can. Yes. Asking money for gas, but we don't really need it for gas. Tuesday we want to buy drugs. Tuesday on a 3.30 Tuesday. She was like a 7 out of 10 hot. Okay. That's, not, um, that's not terrible. So, so I caught them in the Wawa. You weren't supposed to know that they knew each other, but I had been there long enough to see them on both sides. Yeah. And they were talking about how much money they raised. So, gotcha. So much. So, yeah. so I caught them. I caught scam. them in the in the scam. And uh, and so I knew what was up. And then as I was walking to my car, someone else tipped me off to the scam. And they're yeah. like, yeah, it's a complete scam what they're doing. I was like, all right. So I'm on to them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess that's the move. You got to look like you're doing something there. Because I guess the days are just begging just, for just cash begging. or yeah. over, you know? I do feel bad for the guys that say, hey, listen, I'm a homeless vet and everything else. I'm like, ah, I know, but so there was a guy, I'm so jaded. I can't I can't even believe that you're really a homeless vet. Why? Because you, you wrote on some cardboard? I can't I, believe that. I was at uh, the grocery store, and I was pulling out, and a guy was in a wheelchair, and he had a cardboard sign. But the and I wanted to stop, but I was at a light. And tell him, the writing's so small on your sign, I can't yeah. read it, man. Yeah. Let's get bigger markers. And let's really do it like a cue card on SNL. Right. We got to really write it big so everyone can read it. You're, the writing's way too small you, on this cardboard sign. Say, are you a poor or are you a whore? I can barely read yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know here. what you're doing. Are you yeah. raising money for a little league? <laughs> or are you asking me for money to live? I'm not sure what you're doing with that sign. Uh, I got a pair of tickets for 38 Special. It's going to be tonight. Letting you know, the show is tonight in Atlantic City. When? Tonight. All right. 38 special Ocean in Atlantic City. The show is tonight. It's not going to be any other night. It's tonight in Atlantic City. Can I use the tickets for Sunday? No. The show is tonight. The only time 38 special will be in Atlantic City this year is tonight. That's what the tickets are for. 609-677-107. Do not call up and go, oh, I can't go. The show is tonight. If you can't go, don't call. 609-677-107 is the phone number. We'll make you the Workforce Employee of the yeah, Day. Line 2 just hung up. Look, I'm looking right at it. Look. special tonight at Ocean. If you want to go tonight, dial up 609-677-107. We get back. We'll do some trash. Oh, I love trash. Anything Dingy or dusty, anything ragged or rotten or rusty. Yes, I love trash. The great Woody Harrelson, who is uh, in that new Venom movie, and my house is torn. We want to go to the movies this weekend, and half the house wants to see the new Adams Family movie, yeah. and the other half, being me and my little guy, want to see Venom. Yeah. Yeah, but the little guy probably would be better suited for the Adams family. Nah, screw that. Yeah. No. Say, what? what's he, a baby? Yeah. No. He wants to see Venom like a man should see Venom. Does he really want to see Venom? Yeah, he really yeah. wants to see My Venom. My kid does, He doesn't too. want to see Adams family. He's like, I don't want to see it. It's for babies. He goes, I want to see Venom. Yeah, and I'm I taking the, uh, the eight and a half and the four-year-old tonight. I'm taking. Uh, I'm going to take the nine-year-old shooting today, and then I'm going to go, and uh, we're going to go see Venom. It's only $33 for all of us to go to the movies tonight. Uh, yeah, it's, you yeah, know, that's it. it's bad. We're back to the movies. That gets us in. So uh, we may split. We may make the girls see uh, Adam's Family, and then the boys will go see Venom. There will be carnage. Your but... wife really wants to see Adam's Family? Well, compared to Venom. Oh, yeah, I guess. You know, that's, yeah. Because, I mean, right now the choices are James Bond, which she doesn't want to see. 
uh, Adam's family, which she thinks is good for the whole family, or Venom, which she doesn't want to see, but me and the little guy want to yeah. see. Uh, well, Woody Harrelson, he stars in Venom. Uh, that's why we got on to Venom. He's currently in Washington, D.C., shooting an HBO series about the Watergate scandal. Well, I guess uh, he was hanging out with one of his daughters at a rooftop bar, right? And a drunk guy came over and approached him and started taking photos. And then all of a sudden, things got violent. Uh, Woody, I guess, started swinging at the guy. Uh, Woody says the man lunged at him. Witnesses agreed with that story, saying the man lunged at Woody Harrelson. Uh, and then Woody defended himself, beating the hell out of the guy. Wow, good for him. Badass, huh? Yeah, that's cool, too, in front of your kids. Like, your daughter's like, look, that's my dad. Yeah. My dad just beat up that guy. Look, my dad thinks he's Venom. Uh, so, uh, you know the movie Hellraiser, you know, Pinhead? Yeah. Right? Uh, there's going to be a woman that now plays Pinhead. Don't need it. Then it's not Pinhead. Jamie Clayton will play Pinhead in Hulu's upcoming reboot of the Hellraiser franchise. The announcement confirms reports that Pinhead, the nail-headed demonic creature at the center of mayhem in the films, will be portrayed by a woman. So, uh, yeah, I guess uh, she's been on the L word, Generation Q. Oh. And Sense8. Those are some of the shows she's been on. Gotcha. Uh, Clive Barker is back for this, uh, I think, this Hulu series. Uh, Hellraiser's back, and now it's it's woman. It's not really Hellraiser, I guess, but I'll be interested to see that. Her, yeah. I'm a big Hellraiser fan. Hellraiser, I think, is uh, it's like the redheaded stepchild to your uh, Michael Myers, sure. your yeah. Freddy Kruegers. Pinhead is very cool. Put it up there with the Candyman. What was that one? Uh, uh, Candyman. What was the uh, was that the franchise Candyman? Yeah, it's, yeah Candyman. Yeah. And so you had to sit in front of a mirror and say Candyman, Candyman. So if you just didn't do that, then he didn't come out, so you're Candy fine. Man. Yeah. So as long as you didn't do say that. I think it's five yeah. times. Oh, okay. If you just said it four times, you're cool. Yeah, like it's Freddy Krueger was time. tough because you had to go to sleep. when you went to, Everyone goes to sleep so he can come yeah. get you. You had to do drugs and have uh, sex uh, while being a teenager to get killed at Crystal Lake. Yeah, just don't do it. Uh, Michael Myers, you had to like hang out at his house. And so he like he didn't like that. Yeah, you'd be there. on that block, right? Yeah, like you'd like be yeah. His sister. Yeah, Michael Myers was definitely the most random. Like he just walked around that town of Haddonfield, yeah. just killing people. He didn't care. Uh, Rachel Maddow, <laughs> Haddonfield. It does look like Haddonfield. No, it's the town. It was it really? Yeah, because it, it looks like the Haddonfield I go to for dinner. The woman who <laughs> helped create the story, she grew up around Haddonfield Thank and you. wanted it based on Haddonfield. They should have based it on Camden. Uh, a whole different. That's a, that's a whole different movie. Uh, Rachel Maddow is doing well after having surgery to remove skin cancer. The MSNBC personality, who's 48, explained she underwent the procedure last Friday after uh, her girlfriend, uh, her wife, I guess, uh, noticed a mole on her neck that had changed appearance. So he's doing well then. She, she. That's a that's a, you know Rachel Maddow's a woman. Dave Chappelle is facing new allegations of transphobia and homophobia over remarks in his Netflix special, The Closer. At the show, recorded at the Fillmore in Detroit, Chappelle, who has been criticized for remarks about the LGBTQ plus in the past, stirred things up again by saying, gender is a fact. Every human being in this room, every human being on Earth had to pass through the legs of a woman to be on Earth. That is a fact. Uh, he went on to make fun of genitalia of trans women and so on and so on. <laughs> He's a comedian. And guess what? You know what, Dave Chappelle? He doesn't care. I heard it's very funny. I heard I'm his sure special is. He's is great. very funny. Uh, 
Willow Smith. Remember Willow Smith? That's the kid of uh, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. Yes. Uh, she revealed that a stalker broke into her home in December of 2020. And stole her brother's dresses. Uh, leaving her feeling violated. Thankfully, uh, Smith, who's 20, was not present at the time of the break-in. What was her song? Uh, I, I whip, whip my, my hair, hair back, back and, and forth. forth. Yeah, that's, she's, that's right. she's sitting on that money. And we'll wrap it up with this. Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve with Ryan Seacrest 2022 will feature its first Spanish-language countdown. With Puerto Rico has the inaugural host destination. Details around co-hosts, performers in Times Square, and additional locations will be announced closer to the show. So when they're counting down, it's going to be in English and Spanish? Oh No, it wouldn't uno. start. It wouldn't start uno. It would start no, uh, cuatro, cinco, uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis, siete, ocho. Okay, I, I, I can't. Just started I can't. Ocho. I'd be like, I can't, Ocho. Yeah. Can we just start at one? Yeah. Uno, yeah. does. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Some trash. Point seven ZXL South Jersey's Rock Station ZXL Morning Show. It was like uh, talking to someone who had also seen a ghost and never believed you when you had talked about it. Like, like I have been saying to my wife, like you have no idea. Our stepdaughter, my stepdaughter, her daughter. The mess she makes when she cooks yeah. is so outrageous. And I feel like since I'm the one that cleans up after it, I'm the only one that sees it in its in its glory. How long would you have to leave it there in order for it to get cleaned up by somebody else? Like I've, somebody I've else? Done, I've done I don't that. think it would. Yeah. It wouldn't get cleaned up to the way, and this is why I appreciated my wife yesterday. So they got to cook again? Until, no, I don't think it would get cleaned up at all. I think it would just be added on top, added on top, <laughs> added on top. And it would just be turned into a dump. No, so I wasn't home the other night, right? And normally I'm home every night, so I'm able to kind of just like, there's a, a routine I'm in. I, there's a way I clean up. There's, you know, there's a way the house looks. I wasn't home. And my wife actually paid me a compliment yesterday and said, Wow, like you weren't home and I, it just felt off. Like the kitchen didn't feel as clean. Right. And like like the house didn't feel as organized. And I took that as a real like a really nice compliment. And she's like, and also I gotta say, you're right. She had never seen the way her daughter can rip apart a kitchen. She goes, I can't believe the way Joey blows up a kitchen. Right. And I said, Yes. I go, it, it's my wife. And this is my wife saying this. My wife's like, she pulled things out of cabinets. We, I didn't even know we had. Because you're probably cleaning it up like mid, you know, mid, uh, mid preparation well, here. So my wife saw it. So my wife had to clean it up because once again, our kids are the most spoiled kids in the world. It never dawns on my children to clean anything. No, up. they got to clean a person. Honestly, the best, the best person is probably the little guy who's nine. He probably knows the best how to clean up after himself. So uh, so my wife had to clean up after uh, my stepdaughter blew up the kitchen, right, trying to make dinner. So my wife comes to me the next day, and she's like, wow, like, you're right. Like, I had no idea yeah. she could do this. So then yesterday afternoon, I, uh, I come home. Dude, it was like out of – remember, like, in sitcoms, like, uh, when the kid would try and make, like, breakfast for his parents in bed? And there would be, like, toast on the ceiling, and the blender would have exploded. <laughs> like, it just was, like, this insane look of the kitchen, the aftermath. This was yesterday afternoon. My stepdaughter went into the kitchen yesterday to make some type of lunch, I guess. I, I'm not kidding. There was food on cabinets, the floor, in the sink. The sink was filled. 
with just dirty dishes. And what is she making? I don't know. Yeah. There was no clear <laughs> answer of what she actually made. Like occasionally there was get... just aftermath of uh, of 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 explosions. Like I know like gravy sometimes it'll simmer up, it will splatter, but you know that's what's coming. Like you look under the burner, you know it's overflowed or it's hit the wall. No, I had to call her out and because it's what's ha- I, she hears me coming down the stairs and it's that thing where because we've all been there before. We've all been kids. She hears me coming down the stairs, and I can see her hop up off the couch to run into the kitchen mm. to make it look like she was cleaning up. Yeah, I do that when my wife gets right? home. Right? Yeah. But I caught her. And so I was like, what happened here? Like, like what? I'm yeah. shocked at what I'm yeah. looking at. Now it's you a murder it. scene yeah. in now our it's, kitchen. It's a problem, yeah. And I'm like, there's huge chunks of food on the floor. Yeah. Like, how does it get on the floor? And so, uh, so she's like, "Oh, I w- I'm cleaning it up." And I go, "No, you weren't. No. You were sitting on the couch. I watched you get up off the couch when you heard me come down to look like you were cleaning." Yeah, my wife will do the. Uh, I was going to clean up. I was like, "Yeah, I know you were, but still, I just got home. There's dishes stacked over yeah. the sink." I was yeah, like, yeah. "I don't want to look at that when I'm making my breakfast." So I know you were going to clean so, up. That I was going to clean up was that tomorrow? So f- exactly, like when? Yeah. Oh, I it was the- going to happen. Listen, there's no doubt they were going to clean up, but yeah. when? Thanksgiving? Yeah. When the house gets foreclosed yeah. on and new owners come in is when they eventually will. Like, that's, see, that to me is like, it's going to get to a point where, like, the city's going to come in because the house is condemned. Yeah, they that's are going to clean that they, up. They're eventually going to clean the house. So my thing is, um, this was a span of maybe 45 minutes all this happened, right, yesterday. Like, that, the kitchen just exploded with, with stuff because of my stepdaughter. And so I just tell her, I go, sit back down. I'm going to handle this. Yeah. Like, I'm going to clean because I don't know what's happening here. I just, it's almost like I just took everything, like pots and pans, and just threw them away because yeah. I don't know what's what anymore. You need paper like, plates. It's such a dis- I use paper <laughs> plates because I've gotten tired of this. But, but now they don't even want the paper yeah. plates. They want it. They, they, I call playing house. They want to set up like they're having a tea party. So, uh, so then finally, I mean, I, I'm going to tell you, you know how how a dishwasher, right? Dishwasher can hold a lot of dishes. Sure, yeah. Do you know in this 45-minute span that she wrecked the kitchen, it filled up an entire dishwasher? <laughs> I'm not kidding. Top shelf, bottom shelf, silverware. Yeah. Whatever she pulled out in that 45 minutes was enough to fill and run a dishwasher. You need paper pans and paper pots. Do you know how much stuff you got yeah, to pull out yeah, to fill a dishwasher? A yeah. And I looked at her. I didn't yell. I didn't scream. I almost had a laugh and go, what? Like, what? What's the what's the end goal here? Yeah, I just I get and to what a, meal? There was nothing. There was, it wasn't like there was this beautiful meal on the table that she created. It was just all slop. I told my wife, listen, I know I know you do a ton in the morning. I get it, but if the dishwasher is uh, if it's empty, instead of putting your stuff in the sink, just put it into the dishwasher. I was like, because when I get home, I just don't want to look at it. So I put I, I get I get a little disappointed. I was like, oh, I don't want breakfast. Meanwhile, I'm starving, and I'll shut onto a different room till she's not around. I get a little pissy when it happens. I said, listen, it just doesn't, I just I, don't want to look at I it. I almost wanted to take pictures of the way this kitchen just exploded in 45 minutes. Yeah, it's like a hoarder. And just be like, like yes, like yeah. th- I think I found a dead cat under yeah. a pot. Yeah. A- a- like what? I- I'm still, it's a t- almost 24 hours later. I'm looking for answers. What was cooked? <laughs> what was made? What, 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 what caused this huge mess? Where's the chicken parm at? Yeah, give me, give me a masterpiece of food that was done, and this is why the kitchen looks like this, and there was none. And for my wife to even say it.
it was like I was like, oh yeah, my you, god, you gotta feel thank good you. there, yeah. She's you finally saw, acknowledging what you, you do. You saw yeah. what I see yep. all the time. One day gone, that's what happened. Uh, look, we get back. Uh, we'll do a thing called "You Think You Have a Better." You think you've got it bad. Yep, this is bad. A man taking a nap in the nude, right? He was naked on his floor after a hard day of cleaning, woke up to find a huge centipede latched onto his where, Jojo? Elbow. Testicles. <laughs> uh, the man was in Taiwan. His, oh, uh, oh, I'm not shocked. The man's name was Ye. He explained that he was woken by a sharp pain in his groin and quickly realized the centipede has uh, had sunk its, I guess, teeth into his scrotum, if they have teeth. Uh, Trying to pull it off only made the pain worse, so in desperation, Yay crushed the creature in his fist, and it finally released from his testicles. Yay got himself to a hospital where his damaged scrotum was patched up. He then contacted his insurance company and learned he was entitled to a payout. A representative explained that a centipede bite was a highly unusual event. In fact, it was the first in her 10 years with the company she's ever had anything like that. Ye's mishap certainly qualified as an accident, and that made him entitled to a payout for loss of earnings while he's recovered. I just picture it like the room in Hangover 2. I don't know why. Old fans, everything's sweaty. I think about this. I go over, I look at roofs, or like yesterday was a bridge. I go, could I survive jumping off this? Like I was, it was the, um, the Ninth Street Bridge in the Ocean City, the one where the kid landed the plane early in the summer. Yeah. I'm driving over it, and I'm like, could I ju- at the highest point of this bridge, could I jump and survive? And I'm like, I think so. You want to go in like a clean dive? Yeah. Yeah. A man plunged nine stories from a high rise. This is in Jersey City. He landed on a BMW and survived. Wow. Good That's for him. Superhero stuff right yeah. there. Uh, the man crashed through the roof of the BMW parked tw- at 26. 26- Journal Square. Uh, he stood up. He had a broken arm, and he kind of shook it off and said, "What happened?" Uh, one woman said, "I heard a big boom. I didn't think it was a person at first. The back window of the car just busted out, exploded. Then the guy jumped up and started screaming. His arm was all twisted up. Eesh. She quickly called nine one one. Then took photos of the man in the aftermath, including graphic photos of the man screaming with his arm all banged up. Uh, he was rushed to a hospital by ambulance, and his condition." Is not known. Police are investigating the incident. Uh, they, they're not sure if he fell, was pushed, or he jumped. Yeah, it's different than water. I would never think I'd survive a nice story. Now, I would well, think movies, about... movies, I love that, where they'll, they'll like, uh, lethal weapons, a perfect one. Like, the, he jumps off of a 22-story building, and they land in the pool. Right, right. Or, or cars are always it. Like, you know, oh, don't worry. This really soft car roof will catch our fall. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Hitting the windshield of a car looks way worse than hitting asphalt. See, I think about bushes. Like, is a bush bushy See, enough I, for me to land in? And I mean, you, I'm going to get stuck, but could I survive that landing? Don't you think that uh, that the branches will impale you? Sure. No, I know. But would I be able to survive than being crushed? Yeah, uh, I, I think like it broken arm. Would it stop my broken arm? Yes, I'm going to get stabbed with a, a tree. Two, I get okay, it. a two-story fall, right? A roof, a, a colonial house. Okay, you fall off the roof. Bushes may help, but I think you're going to get cut up more. I think I'd rather have the broken arm than the cuts from the, the branches. I think about this too often. 
the catwalk in my house. Yeah. Could I survive the catwalk onto my couch? Yeah, my kids swear they could make the jump onto the couch. You gotta let them try it and see. Officials are urging TikTok to crack down on a dangerous content stunt. Uh, it's a new viral trend where students slap their teachers. It's called Slap a Teacher Challenge. Uh, don't do this. Kids. I don't think that's good at all. It was designated for the month of October on a list of school challenges circulating across the platform. It prompts students to strike a teacher or staff member and then run away before they're caught. Now, I want to see it. Uh, some people, including legislature uh, legislators, are urging TikTok to meet with lawmakers, educators, and parents uh, to commit the reform that stops reckless content. TikTok has denied the existence of the trend and deemed it an insult to educators everywhere. The platform claimed that although it is not a trend on TikTok, if at any point it shows up, content will be removed. How about let's not blame TikTok and let's go after the parents to be responsible parents that you have kids that know well enough not to slap a teacher. I, if I was king principal, right, I, I would, I would absolutely say if a kid hits you as a teacher, you're allowed to beat the hell out yeah, of that child. you should be, sure. I don't care what age. Sure. If that kid lays a hand on you, you are allowed to grab that kid, throw them up against the chalkboard, and beat the hell out of them. It should be like old school movies where, you know what, you could take the biggest teacher and they can sub in for the old teacher yes. that got slapped. Take the biggest one, put him in a circle out in the dirt pit, and let him go at it. It's like uh, it's like a big Royal Rumble match. Sure. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's like a lumberjack <laughs> match. Oh, you yeah, you slapped Mr. Smith, but he's 74. Mr. Jones, see, he's 28. He'll take a <laughs> shot at you. Uh, there you go. Those people, they have a bad. You, uh, not so much. Does your wife ever get into a zone where she doesn't even acknowledge you at all or even know that you exist? Yes. I've gotten this. All the time. I tell my wife. I say, listen. I said. Usually it's when she's on her phone doing something. Sometimes. Well, my wife is awful at that. She's always on the phone doing something. You know? And again, I'm like, I'll look, what are you looking at? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm answering an email. I was like, I don't know. I think you're watching Tucker Carlson to see how bad the world is going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Boy, that email looks a lot like Twitter. <laughs> so I tell my wife, she's like, listen. And I, I bust her balls because I know she has like, she goes through like, listen, her job is sometimes stressful. She has things on her mind. She has projects. She has to work on. All these things are happening. I was like, listen, that's fine. Listen, let's just call time out on the marriage, and you just do your thing for a couple days, and I do my thing for yeah. a couple days, and I break her balls. And she's been doing this lately. So yesterday, she's like kind of cozies up to me a little bit, where she feels guilty. She hasn't been around. You know, around. Yeah. So she looks at me. She says, "Oh, you got a haircut?" I said, "I got a haircut last Friday." Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> I was like, it's been a while. "Wow, yeah. really? Like you, you didn't, you had no idea that I got a haircut? Like you didn't even look at me for like almost a week." So I just break her to balls about all that. I'm like, it's just, just it's tell me, if you, have women, your, man. you want your time, then you could do your time. I was like, it's totally fine, but I'm not going to be bothered. Like, I'm not going to come in and acknowledge you if you don't acknowledge me. So let's just call marriage time out, man. Well, see, it's tough because we're not smart people, right? Guys are not smart because my wife will be like, you're not showing me enough attention. But then I go to show her attention and then it's like, well, I don't want attention right now. Like, I just got home from work. I need to decompress. And so I don't yeah. know, like, so I don't know what, okay, so what, so, so there's times you don't want attention, but I need to now recognize right. the times you don't want attention, but you still want attention. I need to figure out the times that I give you attention. Yeah. See, so, I'm like, a physical attention guy. Like, and, and I will, see, my uh, wife will go like, ah, oh, like, I feel like you're crowding me and I'm like, right. okay, well then, but then you come back at me and say, you want attention, but then I give you attention and you say it's the wrong kind of attention. Done that I before. Yeah. I'm dumb. Yeah. You have to, you have to like. 
cue cards. Like, give me a, like a like an air traffic controller. Wave me in and out when you want me the, when what you want me to do. Not kidding. I told my wife I'm gonna get a magnet, like you put on the dishwasher, where it says uh, needs to be unloaded or loaded. Yes. Like I was like, I'm gonna put a magnet on you. You just flip it around. Hey, yo, come give me a hug. Yo, know, hey, you know what? Leave Don't me alone. Don't give me a hug. Yeah, yeah. Because I've done yeah. that before. Like I'm a I'm a, like a physical affection kind of guy. So if she's in the kitchen, y'all come over, like give her a hug or whatever. I stopped doing it. It's like two weeks. She's like. What's going on? It's like, what do you mean? She's like, you haven't hugged me? You haven't grabbed me? Because right? I don't like know Because like, you're, you're a yeah, landmine. Well, yeah. I don't know. Well, well, so the what worst is when you're a guy, you go up to give her a hug. She's like, not now. Yes. Like, yeah. what, like what do you mean yeah. not now? Yeah. But I'm also. I, in, in a day, I'll get told that I, I, don't, I, I don't ever do it anymore. But I'm also not just a hugger. I'm going for a boob grab, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I feel on the back grinder. of the ass, dude. I'm yeah. all the time. Yeah, kids aren't watching. Yeah, I'm going for a gro- I'm a groper is what I am. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a groper. Well, then, so, so sometimes. Just give me a hug. I was like, what fun is just a hug? But then like, sometimes the groping is cool, but then sometimes it's not cool. Like, and, and that's so, like, sometimes she's like, oh, I like when you do that. And then other times it's like. I'm not, I'm not in the right. mood. And I'm exactly. like, how am yeah. I supposed to know? You know what it is? It's someone who uh, give off a scent, and I can tell when it's good and when it's not. What it is is, like, sometimes she's not in the mood, but I'm always in the mood. Yeah. I was like, listen, I was like, anytime you say, hey, let's do it, I'm down to go. Like, it's, I, I guess, don't need to be in the mood. And I, I don't need a wi- glass of wine. Women also don't know that when you tell guys no, like, when my wife is like, uh, no, like, I don't want to hug right now. That just shuts us down for good. 100%. So we don't bounce. Like, so there's not a, like, okay, well, I'll come back in a little bit. No, okay. At that point, you've shut us down. So we're dumb men. We just shut down. That's it. And that's it. So don't expect us to think a day later is okay to now go back in. Yeah, no, I call my boys. Hey, let's hit up let's hit up the strip club, yeah, man. Let's okay. Some cigars. So, in a guy's head, I go in for a hug. You tell me no, I just got home from work. I gotta decompress. Divorce. Marriage is over. Divorce. Marriage Divorce. is over. We're now we're now on uh, ChristianMingle.com. Yeah. I really thought we <laughs> I really thought we'd make it. We're on I really fa- thought you were the one. We're on Facebook yard sale site looking for a studio apartment somewhere. <laughs> So that because that we're dumb guys, and this is how our heads work. Everybody, thank you for your phone calls this week. Phone calls always welcome on the show. Glad when you're all a part of it. Stay there. We'll kick off this rock block. It's 100.7 CXL South Jersey's rock station ZXL Morning Show. When you're smiling, when you're smiling, when you're smiling, when you're smiling, I'm over smiles with you. And when you're laughing, oh you're laughing. When the sun comes shining through, shining through. when you're crying, crying, you bring on the rain. On the Stop rain. your sign. Stop your sign. Won't you be happy again? Happy again. When, you're smiling, when you're smiling, keep on smiling. And the world will smile. Good morning. I'd like my two nuts on JoJo's mom's chin. Couldn't have done any better by somebody who's as weird as he is. Good morning. Yeah, we're rocking. Hey, thank you. You guys are the best. Don't forget to wear something sexy when you take them there breakfast. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, keep me laughing, man. You guys are great. Ah! They're not right. <laughs> Good morning. You guys are still there, huh? Hey, Jeff, You are the ultimate knucklehead. This is the radio. That's a DJ. No, better. better. Like, if you were on it, I would listen to it. Thanks, man. Getting up in the morning doesn't suck anymore. Today's show was brought to you by the letters W, T, and F. JoJo and Scotty. End of discussion!